Hey guys, welcome to Let's Fucking Talk. I'm Lauren, and times are weird. Um, I am on day three of my quarantine. I, I mean, self-quarantine, not to be like dramatic. No one is forcing me to stay indoors, but it's an elected choice. And so my episodes come out every Tuesday, and honestly... Normally, like, I will have recorded them at least a week in advance because I'm kind of just recording these as ideas come upon me and I'm someone who thinks all fucking day. I mean, I know most people think all day, but, like, I'm really out here thinking. And all of a sudden I'll get inspired and go record. So I'm usually, like, that's why I get so excited to release them because... I've already done them, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait for everyone to hear. So, my best friend and I were talking this morning, and they were like, did you record the next episode already? Because normally, I would have by now. And I was like, no, like, I don't really know what topic I'm going to do, and I haven't felt inspired And that's obviously just because of how strange everything is. Like, I'm more concerned about if I have enough groceries right now. (laughs) So, I wanted to... I knew for sure that I wanted to try to do a story time episode for you guys. Um, I think I've mentioned it in previous podcasts. But I'm going to try to have different types of episodes so that they're not all the same. And... One of the things I want to do is story times with you guys. Um, I have a very blessed life. But when shit goes wrong for me, it goes wrong in a way that, like, someone has to be playing a joke on me. And uh, my best friend Emery swears that it's, it happens, like, purposefully so that I have a reason to uh, talk about it and be famous one day for telling these stories. (laughs) So, I wanted to share those with you guys, and I think, I knew for sure I wanted to do a story time episode this week so that we could have some light and maybe laugh, and I'm going to be honest, I keep trying to find myself in a funny mood, but I'm a little stressy and a little depressy, so (laughs) we're going to do our best. Um... So today's story is about when my, not my two front teeth, but one of my front teeth and then the little tooth next to it got knocked out of my face. Now, that sounds like it should be like a fairly simple, not that interesting story. I think a lot of people have had teeth issues in their lives, especially if you played sports at any point. Um... But like I said, when shit goes wrong for me, it goes wrong in a really monumental way. So I'm going to share that with you. Okay, so my best friend at the time, I used to go on annual trips with her family every year. Um, We had been best friends since we were little kids, and we were genuinely part of each other's families, so... They were kind enough to always take me on their family trips that they did once a year in the summer. Now, this family, they definitely were like creatures of habit, and they kind of always stuck to the same thing, which 
was more than fine. We usually always went on cruises together. And, I mean, I literally love cruises. I think they're the best type of vacation. So I I was obviously more than lucky and blessed and happy to be going on one. And this particular year, they decided to be spicy and change it up. And they decided that we were going to go to the Dominican Republic and stay at the Hard Rock for the week. And it's like an all-inclusive hotel. So we were super fucking excited. And this was... Trying to think. It, this summer, this would be five years ago. Don't forget that number because it's going to be very important. So this happened five years ago, okay? <clears throat> All right. So the second day we were there, we went to a pool party in the hotel. The hotel was literally incredible, like out of a movie. And they had... Bars everywhere, like, I mean, every two feet there was a different bar, and we went to a pool party they were having, and at this pool party, all of a sudden, it turned into, like, a foam party where they were doing twerking contest, and I drank quite a bit, and I was in the twerking contest, okay, like, getting sprayed with a hose type shit, this was... (laughs) Um, I'm painting the picture of, like, how drastically your day can change. So picture I'm, like, turned and I'm twerking and people are spraying me with hoses in the middle of the Dominican Republic. Like, no one has ever lived a better life than me in that moment, okay? Then that night we get ready for dinner and it was the year the Heat went to the finals. And I literally believe it was the championship game. And we went to one of the bars after dinner in the hotel and we're watching the game and we met this adorable group of Canadian people. They were all there for a wedding and they were like the kindest, sweetest people of all time. So after the heat game ends, we walk over to the little dance like nightclub that they had in the hotel and I am salsa dancing. I'm having literally the time of my life. Now, I'm wearing a kilo outfit, and I'm wearing platform heels. For those of you who don't know me personally, I am four foot ten, and pretty much since I was like 16 years old, I've only ever worn like ridiculously high heels everywhere I go. That has changed since this story, by the way. But I was in the tallest pair of platform heels that I owned, and I was dancing, and all of a fucking sudden, I was on the floor, and everyone around me is full-blown panicking, and I'm honestly, shock is a beautiful thing, by the way, for anyone who hasn't experienced it, like, it saves you a lot of pain and a lot of suffering, (laughs) but... I was like so confused. Everyone's panicking. So I stand up and I'm like, I'm fine. Like, it's okay. I just fell. And then I start noticing that everyone picking me up is literally covered in blood. And I'm like, what? Like, is that for me? So we, my my best friend was sitting like on a couch 
And all of a sudden, she ran up to me. And, again, shock took over. And, like, it's literally like my brain left the building. So I wasn't understanding or thinking or, like, comprehending what was happening. And when my best friend ran up to me after I stood up, I literally grabbed her hand and spit one of my teeth into her hand and was like, hold on to that. (laughs) Now, this is at the same time I'm explaining to everyone how okay I am, but I've now spit my tooth into my friend's hand. And we, they like walk me over to a seat. And again, everyone's covered in blood that's helping me. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So mind you, I feel no pain. Like I feel nothing. I, I can't comprehend anything. I'm not in any kind of pain. So this resort had a like uh, a clinic within it and we go to the clinic and it's kind of like a blurry memory but I just remember that they tell us that we have to go to the hospital and I'm like hospital no fucking way like nothing can be that severe like let's fix me here and they're like nope you need to go to the hospital okay. If any of you have been to the Dominican Republic, you will know what I'm talking about. From the moment you arrive at the hotel, at the resort, wherever you're staying, before you check in, you have already heard six times that it is not advised that you ever leave that property. You do not go explore the Dominican Republic on your own. You do not drive off property into the town and sightsee. Um, It's extremely dangerous, and tourists are targeted. So you hear that shit 42 times a day at this resort. And now it's midnight, and they're telling me that they're going to take me to the fucking hospital here. I'm like, bitch. Okay, fine. So now, at this point, we have to call my friend's parents to wake them up. And the whole family and myself packs up into one of the resort buses. Eh, it's not a bus, like a van. And they're driving us to the hotel, um, the hotel, the hospital. And on our way there, all of a sudden, the driver like slams on the gas and starts going like 90 miles per hour, but like out of nowhere. And my friend's dad is like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, he goes back to a normal speed. And he's like, oh, you guys didn't see the two guys standing on the side of the road. Like, when they see our vans, they will literally, like, find a way to stop the van and then rob everyone inside. (laughs) So I'm sitting here in the back with no teeth, with my face busted open. And now I'm worried that someone's going to fucking kill us and rob the van. I It was, I mean, wow. And again, I'm just glad that I was in shock because I was actually probably less stressed than everyone else in the car because I was so out of it and like not understanding that anything was real okay so as many of you know when you anytime there's a hospital there's a giant h like that's the symbol for hospital so we're driving and i see the big h but the h and the building it's next to there's no kind of electricity or light The van pulls in here, and I'm like, oh, surprise. The van driver is the one who's going to rob and kill us, because where the fuck are we? We pull into this thing that's supposedly a hospital. I'm not kidding you. There is no sign of electricity, light, no activity, no people, nothing. 
he drives around to the back of the building and there's a little door with one like barely on light and I'm like (laughs) he tells us to get out here I'm like okay we walk into this hospital and I mean it looks like something out of a scary movie there's nobody there there's like one front desk attendant and then someone who looks like a nurse and there's literally more mosquitoes than employees okay and they tell us um okay have a seat uh the surgeon wasn't here so we had to call her to come in so she's coming from her house Mm, okay Uh, imagine going to a hospital where there's no surgeons available okay cool so this bitch walks in in her fucking pajamas and her chanclas okay For those of you who don't know what that is, that's the Spanish word for, like, flip-flops. And so she walks in like that. She doesn't change. She just literally calls me into the room. This is how we're doing this. Okay. I lay down, and she starts... So, apparently, the issue was that my whole lip split open. I had not seen myself. That's probably for the best. Uh, So, I didn't really know what was happening. And... At this point, I realized that two of my teeth are gone, but remember, I had only spit one into my friend's hand. So she had one. The other one's, you know, missing in action. I'm assuming she's somewhere on the dance floor. (laughs) Uh, So, okay, this lady starts to give me shots of anesthetic, obviously, near my lip. When I tell you that she gave me at least 15 different injections, that's a hard word injections in my lip I'm not kidding you and literally this was the first time that any kind of like sadness or panic came upon me and I remember just like turning over to where my best friend was sitting and just uh, one single tear (laughs) coming off my face because I was like fuck like this lady does not know what she's doing why have you put 15 shots of anesthetic in my lip like we're good I cannot feel my brain thank you so much So, okay, then she starts sewing my lip shut. Um, I, I can't see what she's doing at all, okay? But what I know is that, once again, she has been sewing for so long. Like, we are good on the fucking stitches. It's a lip. It's not, my leg didn't come off. So, okay, great. The stitches are done. We get to go home. Home, meaning the hotel. Um, the next day I woke up and I looked fucking crazy. I wonder if I have a picture of that. If I can find that picture, I will post it against my better judgment, but whatever. And everything is sinking in now. I'm in another country. Uh, all I want is to be home. All I want is my mom, my dad, and, uh, I was having horrible anxiety. Like, I'm trapped in another country. I received what was pretty terrible healthcare. And now the pain was here. So, like, the shock is gone. I'm in full-blown pain. Two of my teeth are missing. And I have to be in this hotel for another five fucking days. So, I guess my friend's mom had talked to someone in the hotel and asked about like a dentist because the reason I was having so much pain in my teeth is that my noves my noves am I fucking good my nerves were exposed because the 
like the both of my teeth broke so high up. So I was experiencing like wild amount of pain. And they got some information for a dentist. Again, we're fucking leaving the resort that everyone told us not to leave. Okay. So we get back in a taxi and we drive to where this dentist is. And picture like a little town that you see in a reggaeton video. That's where we were. Okay. And we pull into a shopping center. I shit you not. This is a shopping center that's maybe half a block long. And each business is like a six by six piece of the shopping center. So there's like 35 fucking stores in the shopping center. (laughs) So we walk into the dentist and it's, I mean, my current bedroom is bigger than the dentist's office, like by far. And it's a woman with like, there doesn't seem to be any high tech medical equipment, nothing like it's a bed. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is who's going to fix my teeth. Great. And she lays, lays me down, pulls out her like iPhone two. Okay. Like the earliest version of the iPhone and starts showing me pictures of like the teeth she's built and made. And I'm like, lady, I said, you don't need to build shit. Like literally she was like, look, I can build these teeth. Look at how nice these teeth. And I'm like, bitch, no, we're not playing these games. Do not build shit. All I want is for you to literally get like the little cement that they mix and cover my nerve. Like you are not touching my teeth. Thank you so much for these beautiful iPhone photos that you have. And it basically appeared like instead of using like any kind of x-ray or fancy camera equipment, the way she literally kept records of people's teeth was in her iPhone. So I lay down on the thing and she has like whale, like a little TV playing whale videos, I guess for like peace or to distract the patient. Well, this hoe, she's the one watching the whales. She's literally looking up at the TV in between doing my teeth. And she, okay, again, please remember that I'm in full panic, full anxiety, full shock, but not the good kind. Like my mood is, is not good. Okay. And this woman, because she's watching the fucking whales, drops the metal tool on my exposed nerve on my tooth. And I was like, furious. She's like, oh my God, so sorry. Okay, great. She does it a second time. I literally flip over the tray in front of me and I'm like, I'm fucking done. And my friend's mom comes running in and is like, oh, okay, Lauren. Like they're talking to me like I'm literally a psychopath and they're just trying to calm me down. She's like, Lauren, you know, you have to do this. You have to get your nerves covered. Like, please lie down. I'll talk to the dentist. Like I'll tell her she needs to pay attention. Just please calm down. And I'm like, fuck this. Like I'm acting like a demon. I'm literally cursing. I'm screaming. Okay, so eventually we get the the thing resolved and my nerves are covered. We go back to the hotel and honestly, the rest of my days there are literally a blur. I was going down to the clinic that they had there and getting a Benadryl shot in my butt every day for my anxiety. And I guess the only good part was that the hotel was terrified that they were going to sue me because what I found out is that I slipped on a piece of ice And again, I'm in my tallest platform heels. So like, I just, I mean, I reached the ground in 
under 0.1 seconds. <laughs> so they were terrified of us, basically. And every time that I would call room service, I got anything that I wanted within two seconds. So I guess that was cool. So, okay, I finally fly back. I was working for the worst fucking company with the worst fucking boss at the time. I sent her pictures of my face, of my teeth, and she literally was trying to tell me that she'll see me Monday at work. And I was like, sister, I don't know how to tell you that I'm not coming to work. Like, you're, if you think I'm coming to work, you're going to be disappointed. My chair will be empty. Like, she was really trying to convince me that I could come to work the way that I looked, and then I, she'll just let me go home when I have to go to the dentist. Like, huh? Okay, so I make an appointment for the dentist. And this was my childhood dentist. Now, mind you, my entire life, I had zero teeth problems. I've never had a cavity to this day, okay? So I've never had any kind of dental experience besides getting my teeth cleaned. And they were always, like, so nice. I got all the fun toothbrushes after. Like, it was a great time. So I had no idea what it was like to experience, like, real dental work and issues with your teeth. So... First, we went to the dentist, and we tried to make, like, a game plan of how we're going to fix my teeth. And then immediately after, I had to go see my primary care physician to, like, check out and remove the stitches. So, I go to my primary care doctor. She removes all the stitches, and the dental work begins. I had root canals on both teeth, and it took, like, multiple visits over a couple months to just fix, like, the nerve damage that had happened. And then eventually they made crowns for me. Okay. Now let's go back probably like three weeks after I've arrived and seen my dentist and seen my primary care physician. Um, The stitches are out. I have like temporary crowns in. And I was in the mirror one day and I was on my phone with my friend who I had taken the trip with. And we're talking about my teeth and whatever. And I touch my lip And I'm like, there's something fucking in my lip. Like, it's just, like, hard, and it doesn't feel right. And I assumed that there was more stitches left because, like I told you guys, this lady was stitching for, like, 30 minutes. So I was like, she probably fucking overdid it. Okay. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. When they took my stitches out, they realized that they had stitched my lip with fishing line. Please take a moment of silence for that, okay? Okay. So I figure, fuck, I have to go back to the doctor. There's more stitches that she didn't find. And I'll never forget, I was on the phone and I tell my friend, I'm always like making jokes and trying to handle shit with humor. So I tell my friend, haha, what if it's the missing tooth inside my lip? Okay, okay, great. We laugh. We move on. I go to my primary care doctor and where I told her, you know, I think there's still stitches left. I can feel some hardness in my lip. And then because I think I'm funny and I make myself laugh, I tell her the same joke. I'm like, haha. So actually, we don't know where one of my other teeth fell out. Imagine if it was there. Haha. Okay, we laugh. Okay. My primary care doctor is an older lady. She's the sweetest, cutest like, doesn't speak above a whisper, would never curse, like, cutest lady ever. So, she puts on this little, like, flashlight on her head, and she's looking into my lip, and she grabs a hold of whatever the uh, the thing was in my lip, and starts to pull on it, 
and literally goes, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, oh. first of all, I'm appalled. I'm like, why is she speaking like this? And I'm like, what? And she's like, it's your, it's your fucking tooth. It's literally your fucking tooth. And I was like, shut the fuck up. My, my whole tooth in perfect condition was sewn into my lip, bitch. You ask, how the fuck does that happen? Well, when I went back over the story with my doctor of the stitches, this woman went straight from 15 shots of anesthesia to sewing my lip with fishing line. There was no cleaning. There was no cleaning of the wound, like nothing. So that's why this bitch missed a whole ass tooth inside my lip. Okay, so we removed the tooth. Great. Well, I went back to the dentist because my primary care doctor said, you tell your dentist to x-ray your mouth because we want to make sure that there's nothing else in your lip. So when I go to the dentist, basically it's just fragmented shards of teeth all inside my lip on the x-ray. Like it looked like little pieces of glass almost. So my poor dentist who, I mean... I don't want to shit on him. He's like a regular dentist, okay? He doesn't do cosmetic dentistry. He doesn't do major procedures. He does your most basic dental work. Root canals, cavities, that type of stuff. So this guy is now basically doing surgery to my lip to try to take out these little pieces of teeth. And he was like traumatized. You can see it in his face. He was like, this is disturbing. (laughs) So, okay, now let's talk about the dental work. It took from the time I first saw him to the time I got my final permanent crowns about a year. How the fuck could that be? I, I wish I had the answer for you, to be honest. But basically, the lab they were working with, we kept sending like molds of my teeth, pictures of my teeth in different type of lighting outside, inside, and they could never match the shape or the color. It came to a point where I had to show up at the lab and be like, this is what my fucking teeth look like. And still, the permanent crowns that I got were not right. Now, fast forward to now. It's probably, hmm, I guess it's been like a year now. A year ago, I was fucking tired of looking at teeth that looked like they didn't fit in my mouth. They were extremely bulky, extremely big. Uh, Many of you will be like, I've seen you and I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but trust me, when they're your teeth, it's the only thing you see. And I reached out to my friend RJ, who I actually talked about two episodes ago, and I also mentioned his parents, the orthodontist and the dentist. So I started to go see them. Now, mind you, I live in Orlando now, and they're in South Florida. And for a year now, I've been seeing them to redo this dental work. So, I mean, I've been driving down to South Florida every few weeks after I fucking moved to Orlando to get away from it. But they're like the only people I trust with my teeth at this point, and... They're they're family friends for so long that they genuinely care. So I I honestly wouldn't go to anyone else at this point. But let me tell you about how that's going. So again, I started there about a year ago. 
And obviously they have to like do x-rays, get pictures of your mouth, and analyze everything. Okay. I think I am like most people. And I have never looked in a mirror and lifted my upper lip up to stare at the state of my gums. Um, so, obviously something's like blatantly wrong with your gums, you'd probably notice. But I've never really felt any discomfort. I just hated the way the actual teeth looked. Well, when you lifted up my upper lip, my gums above that area were still completely swollen. As if this happened yesterday, and at that point, it had literally been four fucking years. And what we discovered is that my dentist, bless his little heart, did not know what the fuck he was doing. And mind you, he did all of the work he did for free. Granted, he's known my dad for years, he's known me for years, But what I think is that he damn well knew he didn't know what the fuck he was doing, so he didn't want to charge us. But, my dudes, uh, being free is not what fucking matters. Like, if you know you can't handle something, then don't do it. Okay. But anyways. So basically, we've discovered that he, without giving you all the boring information, he fucked up my crowns, okay? He, like, put the teeth too close to the bone inside, So my gums were, have been swollen for four years and have been irritated for four years. So we have spent the last year very slowly and very carefully trying to fix all of this fucking damage. Um, I actually wore braces for two months. Many of you are probably confused by that because you've seen me on social media, but I was a genius at hiding them. Um, When they suggested braces... Like, they got halfway through the sentence, and I was like, no. Like, no. One of my pet peeves of all my life has been adults with braces. I'm sorry if you're an adult with braces. It's just how I feel, okay? But please know that I have a new understanding for you, and I'm so sorry for ever being an asshole because it's such a shitty time. (laughs) So, and mind you, what had to be the movement that my teeth had to do, we couldn't do with Invisalign. So I literally just had to have straight up like old school style braces and it was devastating. (laughs) So luckily I only had to wear them for two months because my teeth moved at like a almost scary fast rate. But we are still in that process as we speak. I'm currently wearing um, an Invisalign type retainer. And I'll have to wear this for the next couple months while my teeth settle um, from the movement that we did with the braces. And eventually, I will be having um, a procedure to get veneers. I don't know if there's more steps involved. I mean, who knows? Like, this whole way, we've just had to continue to correct stuff we haven't even been able to do like what I set out to do because there was so much to fix so that was my story uh, again just like the weirdest shit happens to me and like my best friend Emery has always said maybe it's to entertain you guys so I hope I did that and I know all of us can use a break from this fucking virus shenanigans that we're in. 
And while I'm here, I'll say that I hope you all are doing well and feeling well and taking care of your mental health during this time. Um, Remember, I'm always here for you. You guys can message me. If you know my number, you can text me, you can call me. And that's it. I'll be here recording episodes for you guys so that we can continue to be distracted and entertained. And even after this is gone and over with and we're all back to normal, I'll still be here. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'll talk soon.